0: Awesome. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Podcast, Episode 2. You may notice that uh, someone isn't here today, perhaps over in this general region right here, but he looks a little bit like someone else. Um, anyways, he is out because he has just gotten his wisdom teeth out and his mouth is bleeding and he looks like a chipmunk and it's fantastic. If you're interested in seeing what that looks like, he posted a photo on my Twitter. You can check it out there at uh, twitter.com/winterbear2015 and you can see his beautiful face. <laughs> so, in the meantime, I've not yet like, seen this. Oh, you you need to check it out. It's great. I
1: can now see it.
0: Yep. <laughs> I could throw it on stream, but uh I don't think I will. Um, I think I think it's leaving it leaving it as is is the best for now. Uh so if <laughs> you know if you're watching this later, you know, go check it out. Um yeah. But uh so he's away and I don't even know if he's going to I don't even know if he's going to show up in chat. I hope so, but he may be asleep or he may be going to see his surgeon depending on some things. He's said his face was bleeding quite a bit um you haven't slept yet though side quest why have you not slept yet
1: you should do that in a couple hours after the podcast
0: yeah in in about two hours you should definitely get some sleep um (laughs) okay well you know so today we're gonna be just uh saying uh first of all i guess i should introduce the podcast so this is a summit podcast where we talk about games and everything to do with games and the gaming industry and the industry that surrounds games so uh and we're more often than not talking about random stuff so if you're interested in that kind of thing check us out we're uh always posted uh we live rather on saturdays at 9 a.m pacific standard time uh it's 12 p.m eastern standard time is it 4 p.m gmt
1: fire uh, yes 4 p.m gmt
0: okay awesome um, in two hours, you have something to do. Well, I mean, I guess you're stuck. Then I guess you're not sleeping. So uh, you know, <laughs> thanks for coming out. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, we should start off with our discussion of the week, which is going to be our E3 predictions. So, do you want to? Uh, do you want to start that off?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So I. I basically just made a list of things I'm expecting to see, some of which are just, oh, this may be there, but some of the things I have more to, to say about. So I could sort of just go through the, the list a bit if you want.
0: Yeah, sure. However you want to handle it. Right.
1: Um, I could have organized them a bit a bit better. <laughs> so I am expecting something big from Bethesda, Um. I have spoke about this quite a bit on my channel. They seem to be hinting at big things coming. Now, I would like to see some sort of Elder Scrolls six announcement, but as far as this goes, I feel like it could go either way because they announced uh, Fallout 4 at last year's E3 and then brought it out in the same year, but a lot of people seem to be saying that the Elder Scrolls six probably won't come out until at least next year, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle things with that one.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, yeah, so there's that. I'll um, really leave Dishonored Two. I wanted to talk about because Dishonored Two. They announced it at last year's E3 with a trailer, and then pretty much went silent for quite a while. They didn't really talk about it much. And um, but recently, they started doing more interviews. Uh, people over at Arcane have um, started doing more interviews, talking about it a bit more. And they've have announced now officially that it's going to be pushed back till November 11th. So I'm hoping that they will take this opportunity at E3 to maybe show us some gameplay. Um, I think that's a likely possibility considering it is now confirmed to be coming out in November and we haven't really had anything from it. I think that it's the right sort of time frame that they'd start showing us stuff now. So I am expecting something.
0: I'd I'd expect a full game trailer, honestly. I mean, they've already kind of done teasers, but that's all we've gotten. And it's not even been like a teaser trailer, just like teaser images and stuff, right? So... I would expect, like you know, when they were initially announcing Dishonored in the first place, they showed gameplay and they showed like the unique, like especially like the, the I guess spoilers for Dishonored, um, the uh, the way that you could kind of jump into the into the mind or body of like a rat, for instance. They showed that and like a particular way of how to handle uh, one of the missions. Um, so if you're yeah, if you're interested in checking that out, that's I I imagine that's probably the kind of thing that they're going to do again. I don't think they're going to have like a full panel, um, but I imagine they'd have like a short period of time where they just show a bit of gameplay and say it's coming at a certain point.
1: Yes, well, I'm, if I were to go as far as to predict what they actually would show, I think maybe because in in an interview he was talking about. The differentiation of playing as the two characters, Corvo and Emily, and mm-hmm. he said that because people were saying that you'd probably be able to switch between them, but he basically said that you'll choose at the start of the game and you'll stick with that character. Right. Um, but he, he he described Corvo as more of a like a brutal, you know, violent, very physical person. When Emily, on yeah. the other hand, is more of a finesse type character. So right. I, I think that's probably considering that's the main thing that they're talking about at the minute. That's probably what they're going to show off more um just because that's what people are going off currently yeah which i'd be happy to see
0: does that disappoint you at all that it's you can't i mean i you still obviously will have the option i guess to be more stealthy with corvo or more brute force with emily but like you know in in dishonored one you had the choice always to either be stealthy or to be brutal depending on what suited your needs and it kind of influenced how the game was going to play out, what ending you got and things like that, you know? Um, does it does it disappoint you at all that, like, they're talking about it as if you're needing to choose right at the start and sticking with that throughout the entire game?
1: I, I don't think so. I mean, it's early, so mm. I'm sort of holding off a bit, but I think I'm all right with it because he's from... This hasn't been fully confirmed, but he's sort of hinted at the fact that they'll have different magic sets as well, like different powers and stuff. So I'm hoping that even if you play as Corvo, you'll still have the option to be stealthy, because um, I'm hoping they will have all the same powers from the last game. Um, it, it, we'll see how they take it, but I think that's more sort of specifically in combat. I, I'm hoping that there's still the option to do it regardless of who your play as, but yeah, yeah. We'll see where it goes.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they go about that, and I hope that they show that in at E3. But anyways, continue. Tell me what else you're predicting for E3. Okay.
1: Um, let's have a look. Here. Hopefully, something from Pokemon Go. Uh, that's. Yeah. I, I don't know when that's coming out. I don't remember when that's coming out, but no idea. Soonish, like I believe it's towards the end of this year, hmm. and that's something which has had a lot of hype already, so... Um, You're talking about I know Sun, there was the, and Sun and this... Moon, right? No, the the mobile one, oh, where mobile you can... One. Okay. Yes. Cool. Oh, well, actually, that's a good point, though. Sun and Moon as well, probably. Yeah. My yeah. thing with Sun and Moon, though, is that so far they've been releasing things bit by bit, so they sort of announced it, um, and then they sort of went with the trailers and the start of Pokemon, and they've sort of cool. been pointing out information bit at a time, so if they were to talk about it at E3, which I don't see why they wouldn't, to be fair, but I don't know what they'd actually talk about if they were just going to talk about another smaller thing or if they'd actually go as far as showing gameplay. Right. Um, so I don't really know there, but Pokemon Go, I'm hoping to see stuff off because, again, I think that comes later on this year. So, And we haven't seen a ton yet. We've seen some gameplay, but we don't really know a ton about how it's actually going to work properly. So I'd like to see more into that. So look, a lot of sequels. Um, obviously, I mentioned Dishonored Two, Watch Dogs Two, and Titanfall Two. I've heard of are in the works. So, seems like a, a good enough time to announce those. Shadow of Mordor Two. I read somewhere a few months ago that that was confirmed. But I, I think, based on when Shadow of Mordor One came out, now would be a good sort of time to announce Shadow Model 2 even if it was for release next year I think it's the right sort of time frame for that
0: yeah okay
1: um, I think that's there's I've got more things on there which I think I'll see but I don't know much to say about like For Honor For For Honor because mm-hmm. um, that was announced last year yep. and I think it's oh
0: um
1: Mankind and Mass Effect Andromeda are two things we haven't really seen much of yet, so seems like a good enough time to talk about those. Maybe a new Fallout 4 DLC announcement. I know Far Harbor's just come out, so when E3 rolls around, it'll have been like a couple months gap, so they might announce that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Microsoft, I don't know what they're really going to be doing in the... We don't know what they're... Well, we just don't know what they're doing at the moment, beyond Halo Wars 2, which I'd imagine they'll probably talk about. Right they could maybe go more in the direction of talking about VR because that's the sort of thing they're into.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the impression Um, I got I got with Microsoft as well, is that they're moving more in towards VR and they're gonna be talking more about developments for VR and optimizations for VR within their operating systems as well. Um I don't I don't know that they're going to be putting out a lot to do with VR in terms of actual software, but I think they're just gonna be talking mostly about like plans and future and stuff like that I don't know that they actually have a ton to announce but if they do I'm very interested to see what it is and that was one of my predictions as well is that they're going to be talking a lot about VR and a lot about how they're going to um, optimize for it so it'll be interesting to see for sure
1: um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is, I think yeah. is the current one that was announced last time so, mm-hmm. I I know very little about that, but I have a friend who's super into it. So <laughs> it sort of it came to mind. Yep. Um, some new IPs as well. I mean, I can't really speculate much about something that doesn't, you doesn't know, r- that we don't really know about. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Bethesda, maybe Bethesda, because they said about the whole thing of we're going to do something new and crazy, but on the same Bethesda level of scale. So yep. that could be anything. Yep. Um, similarly with. I guess Microsoft. I, d- I don't think Ubisoft will bring out anything new this time around. Because I said earlier, they've got Watch Dogs right. 2 coming out. Well, maybe coming out. I think, I d- I, again, I don't know if that was fully officially announced, but I'd expect to see it. Right. But I won't really care either way. I really didn't like the first Watch Dogs. Okay. Crackdown 3 exists. <laughs> and uh, I, th- I think that's probably it. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is, as far as it goes.
0: Interesting. So. Um, okay. Um, see I actually I fully disagree with you about Ubisoft coming out with another with a new IP I think they're going to come out with a new IP and I think they're going to announce okay. it at E3 um, that was actually one of my first predictions I think Ubisoft and EA will both announce new IPs at E3 but uh, that's I, I don't know I, I don't know if necessarily that's why you know th- or sorry that's <laughs> I don't know why I said that's why that's wise of them necessarily ea has a lot of stuff already in the works and i don't think adding a new ip is a good idea unless they're using one of their like um like one of the smaller companies that they own to do it which is fully possible one of the studios that's the word i was looking for (laughs) um you know so hopefully if they are putting out a new ip it's by one of the smaller studios and there it's just an ea title um with Ubisoft, I wouldn't be surprised if they put out a new IP despite Watch Dogs 2. I think a lot of people, while somewhat happy with some of the things to do with Watch Dogs, did not like it and especially with the yeah. bad the bad buzz that was around it after um well, especially after they uh had the issues with um you know the the Everything. whole was it e3 was it actually e3 coverage that they did of it in the first place that showed like way like way prettier graphics and stuff
1: yeah the pre-rendered stuff i think it was yeah
0: yeah so like honestly i don't know if they're going to be completely absent with watchdogs at e3 this year but i wouldn't be surprised even if Watch Dogs 2 is coming out, I wouldn't be surprised if they just say, okay, but we're taking a step back from E3 and we're not showing any footage. We may talk about it just as a title, but I, I doubt they're going to show anything for it. So that's why I think, like, they'll probably show a new IP. And I think they do have a new IP in the works. So I'm actually like, on the complete opposite page from you there. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, other than that, like I only have a couple of other predictions for E3, and that is that we'll get a new Star Wars game announced. Probably the third person action RPG that they were talking about. Um, we'll, oh. yeah, that that one I'm, I'm hopeful for, and I'd love to see some footage. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, i would like to see i would like to see that released and like just the title even just so we know like what they're following like what storyline they're following what um general structure it's going to take when it's going to take place i would love it if it was an old republic game again but it's unlikely um they're kind of like slowly cherry picking stuff from the old republic and putting it into the new canon as far as star wars goes so you know i can be hopeful all i want but a third person action rpg set in the old republic uh especially one that would just be like a straight reboot of knights of the old republic is a little bit too wishful thinking i think um i would just i would love revan to become canon again so um you know anyways uh It would be nice. I don't think that's going to happen. I think my prediction is just that they're going to announce it, and I hope that they do, Um, or at least that a Star Wars game is going to be announced because I don't think they would let up on that hype. Uh, You know, maybe it'll just be like a Rogue One game or something like that. Um, But, yeah. um, Red Dead Redemption 2. I want it there. I think it's going to be there. Rockstar is not going to be at E3, but... um, I am very, very hopeful that their parent company—I think it's Take Two—since uh, they're going to be there. Um, I'm very hopeful that, hopeful that they're going to talk about it, or at least, you know, mention that it's coming out. Because the Take Two CEO uh, said that Red Dead to uh, Red Dead Redemption is a franchise that is going to be around for a long time. And so I'm hopeful that Red Dead Redemption 2 is announced at E3. Um, I don't think it's overly likely, but I'm hopeful. Um, There is a bunch of articles about it that we'll we'll talk about a little bit later in the show as well. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if Rockstar has a presence at E3, even if they don't show up themselves. whether that's through Red Dead Redemption 2 or through potentially another Grand Theft Auto because Grand Theft Auto 5 came out a while ago you know it's not something that is, was like a you know it came to PC not that long ago but for consoles it was out for a full year before it came to PC right so and it's been out for PC since what like early this year was it
1: um, mid 2014 it came out on console in 2013.
0: Yeah, so there you go. I'm just I'm an old man and I don't know time. That's, that's all. That's all that says. Um, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Um, yeah, so you know I wouldn't be surprised if, surprised if we see Grand Theft Auto 6 or something along those lines. Um, so you know, I mean, I like, personally I'd love to see another Grand Theft Auto because I've been kind of like, do I want to buy Grand Theft Auto 5? Not really.
1: Yeah. I mean, Again, because... I'm on the similar sort of area with that one. I still don't have it, but I still want it. So,
0: yeah. So a it's thing. a weird one. It's like, well, at this point, like, just put out Grand Theft Auto 6 and, uh, you know, help me out there. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. I Especially think... since oh, go it ahead. came out, the GTA 5 came out at, around the dawn of next gen, right? Yeah, because it came out. Previous gen, and then they updated it to be next gen. I believe is how yes, that worked. I believe um, so. But now, now that we've been on this gen for a couple, two or three years now, whatever, however long it's been, it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll be able to do a lot more with it now. That they have the knowledge and and know what's up with with this. So, especially <laughs> with so. the
0: multiplayer aspects of it. Is that your cat there? One of them.
1: It is. Yeah one of them one yeah. of the 6
0: <laughs> I was wondering there's just like a tail <laughs> floating in the background I'm like that seems out of place yeah. <laughs>
1: she's she's usually here to my left uh-huh, just chilling
0: okay. nice um yeah oh man I don't know if they announce GTA 6 I will get super hyped for it though because especially with Unreal Engine 4 and things like that like I mean I don't I don't know I don't even remember what GTA is in as far as an engine goes but uh you know just in terms of all the engines being moved forward here it's pretty awesome because they're like everything is getting prettier and gta while it's like a full open world game you could make it real pretty and that'd make me real happy i really like pretty games um
1: it was made in the rage engine yeah aka the rockstar advanced game engine yeah okay which is yeah same as red dead redemption so it's sort of an older one
0: Yeah, they, um, I can't remember what they based that on. I think it's based on Unreal, but I think, like, they do, like, they've made it their own completely, but I think that they had, like, aspects of Unreal in there. I don't remember, I remember reading about this, like, four years ago, five years ago, so it's, like, anyways, I'll I'll look into that at some point, but.
1: Based on the Angel game engine, which I, there you go never heard of to be honest but okay <laughs> i'm not really i don't really follow that sort of stuff if i'm being honest
0: yeah fair enough i think like i looked yeah. into it like quite a while ago um but like that's yeah i don't know i was i was studying computer software engineering at the time so i, <laughs> I, was, I was more into it then than i am now um i still like that stuff but I'm i'm not as into it um, but that's all my that's all my e three predictions. And, you know, I think uh, Josh probably has some, but he's not here. So uh, you can uh, anyone who's watching, go harass him on Twitter, ask him for his e three predictions, and tell him that he's a, a fool for missing the missing the podcast. Um, but why don't we get into what we've been playing this week? So do you want to okay. do you want to start?
1: Uh yeah sure okay so, I will start with Salt and Sanctuary. Sure. So I've been I'm playing. Gonna
0: throw that quickly up here.
1: Okay, Go Sanctuary. ahead. So yeah okay so Salt and Sanctuary it this is very much, very basically a 2D Dark Souls a 2D Souls like, but as because I'm playing Dark Souls as well as the same time as I'm playing Salt and Sanctuary, and I, w- I was aware it was a a 2D Souls-like, but it is very 2D Souls-like in that basically every major aspect from the Dark Souls series is in Salt and the Sanctuary. Um, the you know the way the combat works with like the you know blocking and rolling all that sort of stuff, um, even down to the whole thing of players can place down notes for other players to find, um, which is a thing I've found that has been kind of hindering my experience a bit because every time I see a note, I read it and then it gives me a spoiler and tells me what the secrets are, mm-hmm. but it's it's fun. It's got a, a really nice art style. It the art style very much lends to the atmosphere of the game, and it's very very dark and and serious and intense and that sort of stuff. And it, it really helps create the atmosphere around what you're playing. Uh, especially since there's there's a theme of of light. With there are essentially from what I've played so far, there's these two sort of religious systems, um, and each one can give you different sorts of blessings. And and one of them is like the idea that light is the most powerful thing so the whole the whole dark atmosphere contrasts quite quite well with the the light system they've set up um it's very good though i've played 2.7 hours and i'm on currently the second boss which is proving to be a a good a good challenge and um it's the sort of thing i feel like if you've played dark souls games and you enjoy platformers then you'll definitely enjoy this uh, if not just for the the Souls-like nature of it, for the the action and some puzzle elements as well, it's it's really fun. I like it. Okay,
0: cool. It looks pretty interesting. I'm I'm not as into the side scrollers anymore, but this one actually is catching my eye a little bit. I'm a little bit intrigued, which doesn't happen all that often anymore. So I would I'm, I might check it out at some point. It's not too bad yeah, price-wise it's... either. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's like 14 pounds and something in all the currencies. Yeah, but, it's,
0: it's 18 bucks Canadian right now. It's apparently 20 bucks usually, so.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think it's got like a, a 10% discount for yes. a launch discount. Mhm. Yes, okay. So that's a thing to bear in mind. Yeah. I would recommend it from what I've played so far.
0: Yeah, it looks good. I might check it out. What else have you been playing?
1: I have also been playing a game called Dungeon Souls which, despite the name is not a Souls-like, if I can find the page for that, here we go, Uh, this is a roguelite, it came out last, late 2014? 2nd of July 2015, Uh, so nearly a year ago. Um, Now, it is an early access game which I know a lot of people aren't really into that, I know a lot of people get put off early access games Um, usually for good reason, to be fair. But I actually didn't know it was an early access game because I I got sent the key basically out of nowhere. So I was just like, I'll check it out. Um, And I started playing it, and then I found out it was an early access game. It it works. It's fully functional. It could be a full game. Essentially, all it is is that they're still adding content to it. So, um, like, a few months ago, they added, like, two new characters. They're still adding enemy types. Um, So, like, as far as performance wise and bug wise it, it works perfectly well they're just still still adding content to it which is a good thing they're doing regular updates um and they'll keep keep everyone posted on their, their website with you know the new stuff mm-hmm. going on um but it's really good it's it's a, a dungeon crawler roguelite it's basically the idea is you, you sort of you choose your class and all that and then you're dropped into it and you have to go around activating these uh, waypoint type things and there'll be a set amount on each floor usually there's like four or five and then You have to go around and activate them and once they're all activated you can progress to the next floor Um has a bit of an RPG system within it in that you can as you go along you get experience as well So you can level your character up uh, level up your stats and also you can level up your uh, What do you call them like the skills in it as well? So you've got like, your main attacks, but you've also got like your magic attacks and stuff. Right. So Yes, it's a cute little roguelike. It's decent price And sort of, there's a bit more to it, as I said. There's the whole uh, RPG element. And I say roguelite because there is elements Mm -hmm. of upgrading the characters in between runs and sort of improving them as you go along. Okay. Um, But yes, it's really good. I like it so far.
0: Okay. It kind of looks like it has a bit of a a nuclear throne aspect to it. Is that that a comparison you would draw? Or is that like, I mean, as far as roguelites go.
1: What would you say? I think that's a fair do? comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I don't really I don't know. Yeah, that's probably that's pretty close, I'd say actually, thinking about it. Yeah. Um maybe similar to something like Realm of the Mad God or Overture.
0: Um, okay. That's interesting. Or
1: a bit a bit deeper than that, a bit more to it than that. Mm. And a bit it's sort of like a cross between something like Realm of the Mad God and Nuclear Throne. Right. Um so I think hmm. I think Nuclear Throne probably is the closest one. That it's closer to.
0: Okay. Cool. Interesting. So you said you were also playing Dark Souls, right?
1: Right. Yeah. There's so cool. this one, I don't have a ton to say. I, I have only played about an hour of it, I believe. So this is probably something which I'll, I'll be playing more, sort of this week, and maybe I'll have some different things to say on it next week. But as right. of as of my hour, I decided to start from the beginning so I can. If I'm enjoying it enough, I can continue to work my way through the games. But um, it, it's very good. I, I like that right off the bat, you, you sort of get the, the tutorial area in that, that prison, the the asylum it is. Um, but I like that once you come out of that area, you can basically just get going. Uh, like right off the bat, there's more than one way to go. Because I, I sort of, I wasn't really sure, I knew it wasn't open world or anything, but I wasn't really sure how linear it was. Right. But it's basically it isn't. there's there's you know different ways to go and different ways you can do things. I also like that you can just run past all the enemies. Um, it doesn't force you into anything. You're very free in what you can do. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna take me a while to to learn it and get used to it. Quite higher above what I usually play on the difficulty scale,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is fine. I'm fine with that. I was aware it'd be a challenge going into it. Yeah. But a, a solid first hour has made it's made a good first impression on me. Good. That's pretty much what i got to say so far. Okay,
0: cool. Is that all you've been playing this week, or do you have other stuff going on?
1: That's that's pretty much it. I've been continuing Gods Will Be Watching. Cool. Um, just to know. Oh, and Tracted Space as well, but uh, I'm, I believe you probably have more to say on that I than do. I do, so I'll, I'll leave that for a bit. Okay, Sounds I played good. about an hour and a half of that, though.
0: Nice. Good. Um, so, for me, ooh, this week... Yeah, so this week I, I got back into Rocket League, um, which has been fun. Uh been playing the hoops mode because I saw it on the NLSS a little while ago, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I haven't played that in a while. And so I hopped back in and uh, made some nice baskets. And, uh, you know, that's if you haven't checked out Rocket League, you should. It's a good game. Um, it's it's one I keep coming back to just as, like, something I can play casually in, in like, the meantime. I don't really – I don't know. I don't play it that much, but um, it's kind of like if I'm waiting for something to process or like I'm waiting for, you know, I'm just waiting for something and I have like 10 minutes to kill, I'll play like a game or two of Rocket League. It's
1: pretty good. Um, Other than that... I probably am going to start playing that soon because I I played it, I got it maybe like three months ago. Yeah. And my controller broke. So I sort of couldn't really play it anymore, but I've actually got my brother's... 360 controller now so I can start playing those sort of games again. Nice. Which yeah. has been useful playing Dark Souls as well.
0: Yes. So I, yeah,
1: So I'm probably going to start playing that soon.
0: Yeah. I found with Dark Souls like I'm playing Dark Souls 3 right now, right? I, I found playing with the mouse and keyboard is just not, it's not a satisfying experience. It's horrible. Experience. It's really bad. Um, so yeah. I felt like, oh, okay, well I guess I got to play it on a controller and I think that's probably an aspect of, of the port you know, coming over from Xbox and I think yeah, for PC it comes directly over from Xbox, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm not nuts about um, using a controller for most games. I actually prefer to use a mouse and keyboard if I can. Like for Fractured Space, I use mouse and keyboard. Uh, I think it would be a foolish errand to try and use a try and use a uh, controller for that. But I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe that's just my experience. But um, oh. Sidequest has uh, said, "Come meet me in snow days." So uh, it looks like on Rocket League, we got uh, we got a bit of a challenge here. So uh, we're gonna have to step up to that at some point. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so been playing Rocket League, been playing Dark Souls three, been playing uh, Tomb Raider, basically everything that's on the channel. Um, XCOM two, I actually got a fair bit of XCOM two done this week as well. I'm I'm almost done that game. For, like, the third time, this campaign is my third campaign, the one that's on the channel, because I played it twice before I even put it on the channel, and uh, I've had fun with it. I like that game a lot. Um, I don't know. Most of the stuff that I played this week was for the channel, because I've actually been a little bit under the weather, Um, so I've played mostly just rocket league and then the stuff that's on the channel and then now something that's also on the channel but more in a different capacity i've been i've been playing fractured space a lot i really like that game it's a ton of fun um so i'm actually going to change over the topic to fractured space because we have a lot more to talk about this as well yeah um i I need to seriously stop hitting enter to try and save this um anyways (laughs) Um,
1: right could you uh, just bear with me for a second here open my door and let my cat out
0: absolutely <laughs> that was the most graceful exit I've, I've ever seen um, <laughs> <laughs> so as far as fractured space goes I'll get into that in a moment but um, if you're interested oh yeti I believe you may have disappeared. Turned your camera off, perhaps?
1: I. Uh, it's Skype is. It's gone.
0: Skype is gone. The,
1: the 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 button to turn the camera on is grayed out. Oh. But my camera is still on.
0: Okay. Should we restart the call? Which is
1: is. We could try it quickly.
0: Okay. I will. I will send you another call momentarily. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry about that, everybody. Um, <laughs> Maybe we can get Josh in here, too. I think he's online now, but I don't know. Here we'll see. Go. Can you see me? I can see you. Yes. Uh, right. OK. I'm go actually to just gonna, I'm just going to boot Josh <laughs> whether he wants to or not. Uh, is this going to is this going to go full Yeti or is it going to keep Josh in the corner here? uh this is not this is not what i want it's keeping josh in the corner here (laughs) damn you skype no there he goes okay he's gone now all right so uh sorry about that everybody so fractured space um it's on my channel in a different capacity if you want to know the basics of fractured space you can check out my youtube video on that on the bare necessities of fractured space. So I'm actually just gonna jump into the showcase here and hide Steam. Alright. So you can kind of see the start of that video here in the showcase. But I'm just gonna leave it running while we talk about it. Um but if you want to actually get the audio, the audio is the useful part. Um so anyways, uh fractured space is a MOBA, but it is a MOBA where you are flying a spaceship which is awesome, and the scale of it is huge, it's massive, it's so cool, it's like this incredible atmosphere, as you can see in the video, it's just like these huge spaces with asteroid belts, and like planets, and stuff like that, and you're trying to essentially capture mining colonies, or mining outposts, and uh, you know, I explain it better in in my video, but uh, basically, it's like a space combat game where you're controlling a ship and you're playing a certain class of ship so in the videos here I'm playing a support class but you know there's also an attack class and a defense class and it's super interesting there's lots of variety and stuff like that I I've been having a ton of fun with this game because it's just it's competitive but it's it's also just very is it I found it very accessible I don't know did you find it the same
1: yeah, I, I think when you first start, it, you're basically thrown into the tutorial. Yeah. And for me, after the tutorial, like I was ready to play it. I've it, just got, I got it from there pretty much. Yep. So I yep. like that.
0: Absolutely. The tutorial's really good too. Um, like they basically go over everything you need to know about at the very least playing the Pioneer, which is an attack ship. Um, but I found with like getting into the support, I'm like I have no clue what a propulsion field is. I had no right, yeah. idea. And I was like, um, okay, I guess I'll just test it out. And, you know, I ended up taking a little bit of time to to test things out and to play around with stuff. And I found that I was enjoying it quite a lot. The out-of-game stuff, though, is what was difficult after the tutorial. Like, figuring out the crew and the, and the stuff at the hangar. And, like, figuring out, like, how do I purchase ships? What does that actually mean, you know? the actual um like the gameplay itself is incredibly accessible the ui is a little bit less so so that's why i made the video that i made because i was like well this needs to be explained so <laughs> yeah so
1: it scared me a, a little bit because that was yeah. basically the very first impression you get yes and i was like there's there's a lot on the screen right now
0: yeah i don't know if you ever played um what what is it, is it like a mech warrior or whatever any of the mech games where it's like you're playing as uh like a captain of a mech suit and you're trying to do essentially fps games in a mech but the uis like the the introductory uis to those are all very similar to what this looks like and it's just like there is so much information on the screen i don't know even where to start right but um you know because i had a little bit of experience with that i i was kind of able to able to manage it okay um and then I kind of took a lot of time to just sit there and figure everything out as much as I could and so I figured I'd make the video about it and uh, post that so if anyone else had any questions they could check that out Um, mm.
1: I like the game a lot though I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because I feel, Mm -hmm. okay, fair enough when you're starting out it's a bit intimidating but when you're at the point where you're into the game and you know what's going on I, is, I think, I think it, if anything adds to it, you know, it's, I think I you're agree. doing more I agree. stuff going on and all that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely. Like once you once you know what's happening, the game is super cool and interesting and in depth, and there's so much content to be had even within just like this is. It's in early access too. We should talk about that. This is an early access game as well. Um, it just made the move to free to play, which is kind of our news story about it is that it just made the move to free to play. And that's why I checked it out. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't have money for things, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. Um, for an early access game, it's really well put together. Like they are, I guess they're in their beta stage. Now I actually would like to look at this now that I'm now that I'm talking about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like No, please mute that. Don't don't do that. Uh th- yeah, no, it's early access. Okay. So, anyways, they're just calling it early access, but it's like it's basically a beta now. It's not an alpha. That's for sure. Um I guess much the same as um you know, much the same as uh, Dungeon Souls is early access, but it's very well put together. This game is early access, but it's very well put together. I wouldn't have known it was early access if it didn't have that big early access banner on Steam. Um, I don't know. It have you seen Dreadnought yet? Yes, okay,
1: I was aware of that before I was aware of Fractured Space.
0: Yes, same here. And I looked at Dreadnought and I was interested in it, but I wasn't sold by it yet um i still haven't had a chance to check dreadnought out but from what i've seen i actually enjoy the the actual gameplay loop in fractured uh fractured space a little bit more um and i don't know maybe that's just me but uh dreadnought has had a lot more crashes and things like that i don't know if you've been paying attention to A lot of the YouTube stuff that's been going on with it, but people are basically saying, oh, yep, game crashed, had to restart recording and things like that, like in the middle of their videos. I'm just like, oh, okay, it's got some issues. Um, Whereas Fractured Space, I didn't have it crash once on me, which was great. Uh, You know, it was very fluid experience and it was very like I don't want to make this sound like an advertisement for it. It's not um but you should definitely check it out <laughs> you know but uh, no it's a good it's a good game i just enjoy it i really like it and um yeah i think it's worth checking out because it's free to play there are founders packs that's worth mentioning um where you can get more ships basically to start off and that's it's cool it's cool that they have that option um ships are pretty easily got though in that game like i don't know if you noticed but like I was getting credits real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: it It didn't take long to get to the point where, like, credits-wise, I could afford a new ship. Um, as far as experience, experience went a little slower. That's what I found. Like, the experience barrier is a little bit harder to break than the credit barrier, but they're both fairly easy to break regardless. So, I don't know. It feels good. The game feels like it's well-balanced, which is nice. Um,
1: I don't know it's very pretty yeah <laughs> very nice
0: <laughs> oh yeah well you know can't complain about that <laughs> so yeah I don't know I, I don't have too much else to say about it other than it's free to play now so you guys should check it out Um, but uh, yeah do you have anything else to add to that
1: yeah I'll stop trying to think of bad things about it you know not not mm. trying to think about things but balancing it out yeah about problems i had yeah i don't i don't think i really did have any problems with it um the, yeah the one thing i noticed was when i first started playing it by default it was on ultra settings yes. and i was getting a little bit over 30 when i was playing mm-hmm. and i dropped it down to high and it went shot to over 100 yep which was a little weird maybe it's not something which usually happens However, as far as problems go, that's kind of small on the scale, and that's pretty much all I could come up with, so... Yeah. It's, it's promising, definitely. I'll
0: yeah. I think... Like, I I actually did have a couple of issues with it, just in terms of, like, initially... Like, the graphics settings, I... My computer can handle Ultra for this, for whatever reason, which is great. It normally... Like, it can normally only handle high on most games, but it's... It was fairly okay with handling this at Ultra, but um, in terms of like the audio settings, I don't know about you, but it was way too loud when I, when I started. It had the master volume up completely, which is normal. That's something that happens normally in games, but for whatever reason, the master volume in this game seemed a lot louder to me than other games. Maybe that was just completely subjective, but it, it almost blew my eardrums out, so um, that's a warning I'd issue. Uh, If you're going to check it out, uh, maybe once it starts to load, turn the volume down a lot um, and then adjust it and then go back to your normal volume. Um, And then, I don't know, I I don't really like being forced into playing a single class to start if you're wanting to upgrade a particular ship um, or particular ship manufacturer. I talk about that in my video, um, but that's probably my biggest complaint about the game is that to start off with uh, you only have access to one class per manufacturer I would have at least liked two per manufacturer but you know it's content and it's also like well it incentivizes you to actually play and um, it also really really incentivizes you to actually play for the team rather than for the individual so um, you know it's a complaint, but it's also like I completely understand where they're coming from with that and so I wouldn't expect them to be changing that, you know, it just it makes sense for the way that they're trying to push the game it, they, they have, like, from the very start the first thing you see on your screen is that teamwork is the most important thing, you know, when you're doing the tutorial it's like, yes, this tutorial is a single player tutorial, but you need your team to capture the enemy base, you cannot do it alone, right? Like right. It's like they're very teamwork focused and that's great. It's actually really refreshing to see that in a MOBA because a lot of the time it's like, you know, with like games like League of Legends or Dota, it's always like, oh, check out this huge play by this one individual. You know, there's not as much teamwork focused stuff, but like from the start, they're doing a teamwork focused game, which is great. I actually really appreciate that because hopefully it'll breed a better community than the League of Legends community or the uh, Dota community Uh, because those are toxic as hell. (laughs) So I have high hopes for this game, and I have high hopes for the future of this game, and I'm 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 excited to see where it goes, which I haven't said about a moba in a very long time. So we'll see. Um, I guess we should get into um. Do, do what do you want to talk about next in terms of uh in terms of the docket here? Because like I'm I'm open. We don't need to talk about anything in particular. Um, see the thing is we could also take a break we have been on for 50 minutes um, but I mean we could just go straight
1: through for the two hours if you want doesn't matter to me either way we could there's a couple things here we could briefly touch on the the Paragon weekend yep coming yep. up I think it's worth mentioning for people who aren't aware yeah um, absolutely so can sign up to that by May 25th yes if you want to check that out
0: yeah because the weekend starts on the 26th so it's next weekend and it's a free weekend for paragon uh i'm just going to quickly throw that up there we should talk about what paragon is um right just for the people who don't know um so paragon is i guess it's another moba (laughs) (laughs) believe it or not um it's a vertical space also i believe but uh i don't know paragon it's interesting it's by Epic, so it's by the guys who do uh, Gears of War. Um, let me see if I can find... It's not on Steam, right? Like, it's... I don't remember
1: where it is. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, I think you just have to go to their website. I believe. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't want to show their um, Their video on their website. That's what I was trying to avoid. Okay. Um, yeah. Just for copyright issues. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, you can check out their website. Um... It's an interesting looking game. I'm not particularly sold on it yet. Um I'm going to try out this free weekend because I figure yes, I, should, I, should I should I should be able to I, I I should be able to talk about this a little bit more, but I'm I'm interested in checking it out. I'm not uh I don't know. Um I'm I'm nervous but with Paragon? Yeah. I'm I'm happy to check it out, right? But I'm nervous with it. I don't know. I don't know why with like fractured space I'm less nervous. I'm I don't know. I like spaceships more, maybe, is probably <laughs> why I'm less nervous about it. But I don't know. I'm I'm wanting to check it out. I'm hesitant though. I I don't know. I've been hesitant with MOBAs in general and I think with fractured space I was lucky enough to not realize it was a MOBA before I got into it. <laughs> Which is good for me because I I I don't know. It's tough. Um just actually, sorry. Just to touch on something that's happening in the chat right now, SideQuest mentioned that uh, some of the Steam reviews uh, have stated that it's becoming a money grabber. That's in reference to Fractured Space. Um, there are aspects of it that would make me think that initially, but when I first started looking at it, it's all aesthetic stuff. Everything that you can buy is cosmetic. Even the other, sh- like there are premium premium ships which are the exact same as other ships in terms of stats and in terms of abilities. They just look different. So, I mean, yeah, there's something to be said for, okay, well, they're also trying to make you pay for certain things, um, but there isn't necessarily a um, full-on pay-to-win thing going on, which, you know, yes, there are microtransactions. Um, but a lot of free-to-play games will have microtransactions, and it's not really fair to say, oh, well, it's becoming a money grabber as a result of that. Um, A lot of people are just pissed off because the initial founders packs were also giving you free keys for your friends to play with you, and now it feels like one of the incentives to get the founders pack has been taken away and so a lot of people are pissed about that and that's why the steam reviews have happened the way that they happened um and that's not an unfair statement it was bad that they did that they shouldn't have they shouldn't have treated it that way um but i think going forward for them going free to play is the right move so how do you do that when initially you're planning on Um, you know giving keys away in the founders pack well you kind of have to like just prepare your founders pack people by saying like hey this is happening you know if you want your friends to play before that point these keys are essentially for the pre free to play phase which you know it's no different than getting a you know an early access beta key to something like the gang beast multiplayer or the um, you know or overwatch before it went on its free to play weekend. Um but the thing is like they did talk to their founders about that. They did say this, they gave news, they gave warning, they gave a lot of warning. So I don't know that they could have handled it any better. Is it necessarily a good thing what they did? No. But that's where the Steam reviews are coming from and it's interesting but also unfortunate um more than anything else. But anyways, yeah. to talk more about paragon because we're supposed to be talking about that right now um paragon is is pretty cool looking um so i don't want to be as hesitant as i've sounded in the past about it but i have heard very much a pay-to-win structure with paragon in the past which is that you have to like unlock basically a lot of stuff before you become relevant so, I don't know. I'm going to check it out, see what that's like, give feedback as necessary to the developers, because this, this is what the free weekend is for, is for people who want to give feedback to give feedback. So, um, yeah. you know, so I'm interested. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm willing to check it out. I'm, I'm hyped to check it out. So... That should be interesting. I'm looking forward to trying that out we'll have to uh we'll have to connect on the free weekend and uh and play a little bit potentially unless servers are like really bad in terms of uh going from you know the americas to europe um but we'll definitely oh, check yeah, that out okay. yeah. you know I probably isn't i i don't know it probably isn't that bad it's by epic so they are usually on top of that stuff um yeah so I don't know. Do you want to talk about that at, at all, other than other than that, or do you have an interest in continuing with that, or is that basically all we need to talk about?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just thought it was something that was that was worth a little mention at the very least. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't want to say really.
0: Mm. Do you want to cover the DDR four stuff? And that's not yeah, done. Di- it's not Dance it quickly, Dance yeah. Revolution four. Sorry for diehards. Uh, no, no. No. So I mean, he we. Hopes up and shooting him down yeah well you know <laughs> hey maybe at e3 maybe maybe a new ddr will <laughs> come out at, at e3 um i don't even know what ddr we're on now that's, that's
1: I, how i think four is dis- becoming the standard yeah there you go sure i'll, I'll go with that I'm still on three though okay <laughs>
0: um so ddr4 ram speeds have increased to what i call ludicrous speed because i like space balls Um, uh, so let's just quickly save that um so ddr4 uh, for those of you who don't know is random access memory it's a component for your computer Um, but what it does is it will, uh, speed up the cache for your CPU. Basically, that's like really not correct, but it gets the idea across. So basically, um, what it does is it gives you the opportunity to load, um, or preload more things for your CPU to do. So the faster your Ram is going, the more it can keep up with your CPU, the more things you can load, the faster your computer goes in general. That's a little bit more accurate. still not completely accurate, but bear with me um basically when uh g skill managed to push its flagship to i think it's 4266 megahertz um that's insane because like first of all 2133 megahertz which is half of that used to be the standard like oh my god that's way too fast ram why would you ever need ram that fast so having it doubled is awesome but also um, the fact that it's making, like, this is not going to be super accessible Ram right away, but once that kind of speed becomes a little bit more normal, or at least a little bit more achievable with most dims, uh, dims are the actual Ram, uh, chips. That's not right either. You get the point though. <laughs> this it's hurting me to try and explain this in a way that's like not fully explained, um anyways the actual ram module uh will generally speaking like with ddr4 the fastest i think they've got right now in terms of like base clock speed is 3200 megahertz which is really really good still but those are still quite expensive but the thing is if you were able to overclock say a 2133 megahertz ddr4 module to uh to 4266 that would be insane more likely if you're able to, you know, uh, overclock it to around 3200, that's incredible, and that's great because DDR4 at 2133 is not expensive. It's not cheap either, but it's not expensive. And so, you know, if you're building a rig where you have to keep integrated graphics for a little while rather than getting a dedicated graphics card, um, you know, it'll make it'll make higher end gaming more accessible because with integrated graphics, the CPU has essentially a GPU on chip. Um. And, uh, sorry, I just read SideQuest's comment. Uh, he says, I got 100 gigs of RAM. Man, you can put your whole computer on a floppy disk. <laughs> uh, yep, pretty much. Uh, that's, that's great. <laughs> what do you use for a CPU? A Dorito. Uh, no, for a CPU... I use an i7-3820 because this computer is a little old, but it's awesome. Um, Anyways, uh, basically, uh, you know, with gaming then being more accessible, it'll be nice because you'll be able to run not higher resolutions because that's dependent on the actual on-chip graphics, but you'll be able to run higher frames per second, which is awesome. So... You know as RAM speeds increase you're gonna see better increases all the way um, oh is that weird Al lyrics that makes so much more sense I'm so pleased now <laughs> I gotta look at what what song is that uh, oh, I'll just wait here for the delay don't worry <laughs> I'll, I'll be patient <laughs> no okay we should actually continue because this is gonna take a while the delays a little bit longer today um, but yeah, do you have anything to say about that? I think I, I don't know. i probably yeah, covered I feel the... like
1: you pretty much pretty yeah. covered that. I think Yeah. as far as, I guess the similar sort of thing as we spoke about last week when we mm-hmm. talked about the new graphics cards, the 1070s, yep. 1070s and the 1080s. I, I, don't, I just feel like, you know, the the PC gaming industry as a whole, as far as hardware goes, yep. moving forward quite fast. And yes. I think that's a good thing. It's exciting me and making me want to start thinking towards
0: upgrading my computer oh yeah i'm i'm in that boat too i'm getting i'm getting the itch again where i'm like i gotta i want to get a new new graphics card throw some new ram in there you know maybe get it maybe get a new cpu despite the fact that my 3820 is is a hero and has been championing through all of the horrible horrible editing processing that i've been doing it's uh the damn thing has been running at like 40 degrees the entire time i've been running it for the last like three weeks which is awful because my room is so hot now (laughs) um but uh yeah no i've I've been getting that itch and it's good it's a really good thing um like my rig is good enough to handle most things but um you know it's getting to the point now where like vr is out of my reach and 4k is out of my reach and i'm kind of like it would be nice you know especially vr i'd love to get a vive but it's way out of my price range
1: (laughs) yeah you know exactly yeah i'm I'm sort of as of like right now on the sort of the job hunt yes yeah as it stands i'm thinking like going straight into saving and and that's probably the first thing i'll be looking at in maybe i don't know i think maybe not until maybe like about a year or so but i think that seems reasonable Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, uh, I um. The full overhaul type thing?
0: Yeah, I'm in the job market as well right now. YouTube is not super lucrative when you're uh, when you're at 100 subscribers. So uh, you know everybody wants to sub. You know, help me out. Uh, but uh, no, it's um. It's kind of like you know getting a job is is necessary, but also like yeah. I'm, I don't know because like, I I still have student loan payments that I got to make, and so like it's expensive and then you get into um you get into like oh i want to upgrade my pc and it's like oh but that's like literally a grand and a half to upgrade my pc the way i want it right because like if i want to upgrade to the 1080 i also have to get a 4k monitor if i want to get a 4k monitor why am i not buying a vive why why am I not buying a Vive at that point? And then you're looking at okay, well it's now like two and a half grand, and it's like well you know maybe I'll maybe I'll just stick with the 1080 and the and the 4K monitor, um, and it's still basically a grand and a half, which is crazy. It's still super expensive. Oh, something that actually isn't in the docket, but I, that I saw earlier today, yesterday, the or maybe it was Thursday, even the 1070 specs were announced. Which oh
1: right, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, so they are basically exactly as we expected. Which which, which is great. They're they're gonna be able to run four K moderately well. Which is which is awesome. Because they're gonna be like a four hundred and fifty dollar card.
1: So Yeah, that's, that's good. Um yeah. We'll be able to see if they finally got a card that can run Crisis One <laughs> maxed out. That's the challenge. Oh yeah always these uh, these cards can run crisis
0: three maxed out so i mean they should be all right with running uh i mean maybe not on 4k though 4k maybe a whole other can of worms i don't know but 1080p yeah no problem you know 1440p also no problem now which is awesome um 1440p gaming is where 10 the 1070 is going to be in its sweet spot which is cool um but, yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm into it. I'm into the fact that, you know, we're pushing forward with GPUs. I really, really hope that AMD puts out a solid card this year, too, so that NVIDIA has to work faster and harder to build a better card for next year because it was a long time. We had the 980 out for a long time. That was the flagship. Well, I mean, not the not the flagship, but, like, it was, like, the main... Um, consumer-crate card for a long time, and uh, it would be really nice to move to, I guess, the 1180, since they are actually sticking with this horrible, horrible naming scheme. Um, But, uh... Yeah... I mean 4k is just I guess a regular 30 to 40 in a flat screen tv but also side quest like the thing with 4k is like as far as recording goes it gives us a whole hell of a lot of a cleaner image to actually record and it gets our um we can downscale to 1080p and it'll look way better just in terms of like getting a clean image so as far as like yeah, for a regular consumer, it's not necessarily a big deal. For a YouTuber, it actually it can make a huge difference. It's pretty awesome. Um, that and I really love playing games that look beautiful, and 4K does look gorgeous. I have a I have a 2560 by 1080 monitor right now as my main monitor, which is weird, and recording on it is horrible because it's <laughs> it's a 21 by nine, so it's like for it's a cinema screen basically, which is. You know, I like it. I love watching movies on it, but recording on it is a pain. Um. But, yeah, no, I don't know. I think um, the upgrade, hopefully, I, I would like to make an upgrade with my PC eventually. If I get the job that I'm going in for interviews this week for, then uh, it won't be that far out of reach, and maybe by Christmas, <laughs> which would be great. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we should... We should keep talking. Ooh, yeah, this is a good topic. Um, Steam summer sale. Rumored dates, June 23rd to, I think it's, what, July 26th or something like that? I don't remember. I I have it open, though. It's something. Sure. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> I I don't know. I was remembering a six somewhere in there, but yeah. maybe it, it's July fourth. So there you go. Yeah. So June twenty third to July fourth um, are the rumored dates for the Steam Summer Sale, which is super exciting and also gives me a time frame for when I need to save up for. <laughs> oh, you're getting you're getting yelled at in in chat. Not yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> shouted towards more. <laughs> hey,
1: hubby.
0: Yeah. So, uh Steam Summer Sale. Are there any games that you're hoping will
1: go on sale? Right. Um to be honest, there aren't really any specifics. Usually I plan out a certain amount of money that I'm going to yeah. spend, uh, like limit it a bit, and mm-hmm. then I just see what happens and if I see something I want, I'll consider buying it. Yeah. I I that works for me for the most part i think yep. this time i'm gonna try and instead of just waiting and see what happens i'm gonna try and max it a bit more and try and get as much as i can because i have a huge list of games right that i want to play i don't know my problem is though i have a huge list of games that i want to play that i already have so yes I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like maybe adding a ton to that isn't the greatest idea but I uh, will see um i will see where that goes
0: yeah you know i'm like I want Gary's mod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super usually, old game. That's one worth getting, yeah. But, like, it, it usually goes on sale for, like, three bucks, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I want to play Prop Hunt. Uh, have you been watching uh, Josh's videos on Prop yeah. Hunt? Yeah, I saw those. They're, yeah. I, I've enjoyed them very much. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's a funny dude. He also has been playing with uh, Ginger Ninja, so... Yeah, they're, they're a ton of fun to watch, so uh, you guys should check out his videos there. Um, yeah, no, Prop Hunt, so I want to get Gary's mod. Um, I would like... Mm, what else would I like? I have things on my wish list. I will actually open up my wish list. This is, I think, a reasonable reasonable thing to do. Um. I can't oh, find this my wish list.
1: The second game on my wish list is currently 67% off. Ooh. I'm... Um, Warhammer Regicide.
0: Hmm. 3.62. Nice. Um mm, Moon Hunters. Moon Hunters is a game I've wanted to pick up for a while. Um,
1: I'm not aware
0: of that. Ooh, okay, so Moon Hunters is like it's kinda it's got a very roguelite feel to it, but you can play four player local. I think you might be able to play online too. I actually would like to look at the store page. Um. Yeah. So, is it online? No, it's local co-op. Oh no, it does say multiplayer. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it does have online multiplayer now. Um, maybe it always did. I don't know. Someone can let me know. Um, but that's a game I've been I've been very interested in checking out. It's got a very good story to it, and it's like the story kind of morphs the more you play it. So the more like uh, runs I guess that you do, the more the story evolves. So it's it's pretty cool. Okay um
1: reminds me a little bit of something like a little bit in the gameplay at least titan souls yeah like yotan
0: yeah there's definitely some aspects to it like that Uh, it's a twin stick i think so yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i'm into it i i'm excited to to play it i watched um stumped's playthrough of it if you guys haven't checked them out I'll probably throw a link up to a video around here in YouTube land. If not, well, um, you know, I'll, you know what? I'll throw it in the feed. I haven't been using the feed this time. I should do that. Um, I should go to the profile page channel. Here we go. So I will actually throw that in the feed. Um, But anyway. (laughs) Profile page. Well, and now I'm hearing echo, so I'm gonna quickly <laughs> mute that. I just remembered I was uh, before this video, before like while I was waiting for you to get ready for uh, <laughs> for for sound check and stuff. I uh, I was watching this video, which I'm going to link in the feed now as well, um, because it's hilarious. And if you haven't watched Nerd Cubed, uh, you absolutely should. <laughs> this is, that's a, that video i should i should have said this is the stumped moon hunters um it's not there yet so um but yeah no so moon hunters is a game that's like i i really like it because it's got like a lot of story to it but it's also got um like kind of a uh i i don't know it's kind of got like it's very much like a roguelite feel to it which i i really like um so I don't know um, it's worth checking out for sure that's what I'm interested in um, the other games on my wish list right now No Man's Sky if No Man's Sky goes on sale I'm buying it like flat out okay, like I, I'm so excited for that game um, I you know what I've been looking at getting sick uh, Rainbow Six Siege especially now with the new updates I've been meaning to it's it looks so good. It looks so good. And like I've been watching your playthroughs of it and I've been watching um I like back when uh NL was playing it. I was watching that stuff. Yeah. I I'll, it looks really good. Like I just, just a game I would enjoy. I wouldn't put it on the channel cuz I'd be awful at it. But uh, it'd be pretty fun. Uh, I might I don't worry about that. I don't know. I I might I might like stream it or something, right? But that's that's probably yeah. No Man's Sky needs to be number one on this list, though.
1: Yeah, my, my sort of scale of want changes drastically all the time. Like, looking at it now, my number one is Just Cause 3. Oh, yeah. Um, as a stand, I'm not really that forced to play Just Cause 3. Yeah. Um, it's a weird one, because I, I must have played over 100 hours on the second one. Yeah. On, on the PS3. For some reason, I don't know, I'm not in a huge rush to play the third game for no specific reason yeah but it's up there
0: yeah that's fair the soulless project is up there on my list and I'm, I'm pretty into that still oh. but yeah I, I played that
1: I enjoyed that it was pretty good
0: yeah I'm very, like a very nice looking game yeah that's the thing like I think it would just be something that I would enjoy looking at more than I'd even enjoy playing necessarily you know like because I don't know survival games like I like them but I'm not very good at them <laughs> so like no man's sky is going to be a real challenge for me but uh you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm into it. I like I like I like pretty things. <laughs> Bit of a magpie in that sense, but uh, you know, uh, the Solus project looks really good too, and like from what I've seen of it, it looks like a ton of fun. So might enjoy it. Um, um, Just, yeah.
1: Nothing's really jumping out, really. Yeah. Me
0: mostly old games for me like gary's mod moon is, yeah. like moon hunters is not new but it's it's like from march so it's not it's not old either um you know uh Solus project is also not new it's from january uh yeah A duck game gary's mod no man's sky is not even out yet but like yeah uh Um, see. I see I don't know like I have to the Necro Dancer. Oh, that's a fun game. You should stuff like that. You should definitely play yeah. that. Crypt of the NecroDancer is a ton of fun. So I'm actually just reordering my play uh my wish list here as well. So uh
1: Yeah, I need to do that actually. Looking at it.
0: Yeah. But priorities uh, have changed. Yeah, priorities, right? Um but yeah, I think um Probably, like, the game that I, I'm most interested in seeing go on sale is the No Man's Sky. Uh, mm. But Gary's Mod, also.
1: <laughs> Ooh, here's another one. Uh, City Skylines.
0: Oh, that's on my wish list, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I want to play that.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I, I've played a little bit of it before, because I played, like, an early trial thing that they had, like, a long, long time ago. Um, I like it. I don't know. It's a fun game. Um, Yeah. But I think, like, that's all I'm interested in seeing coming out on the Steam Summer Sale. But just a reminder, uh, what we're talking about is a Steam Summer Sale that's going to be happening between, potentially, uh, June 23rd. I got to actually look at these dates. I did not memorize these dates. June 23rd and July 4th. Those are the dates that are rumored to be the Steam Summer Sale now. So, hmm so yeah, I'm like I don't know I'm pretty hyped for yeah, that a month. yeah. you get
1: some money together
0: <laughs> yeah that's me too Um, I did a I did a bare perspective video on it it's a new series that I started where it's just like it's just opinion pieces I was way too preachy in that video don't go watch it nobody go watch that video it's awful don't validate me in that way watch the next one though because it's going to be better <laughs> um, no but I talked about the steam summer sale and I was just like it's a shame that there's so much crap on steam that you have to sift through that will go on sale. And it's just like, you know, it's like, but it's 70, like it's 79 cents. How could you not want to buy it? Right. But it's like, right, yeah. don't do it. There's better things. There's better things you can spend your 79 cents on. Um, Yeah. So you have some stuff to say about our next topic. I don't really have anything to say about our next topic. So this is all you
1: oh yeah okay some stuff i mean okay so i'm not a huge racing game person i i used to be uh i used to love Need for speed carbon which is like 06 so i was probably like eight at the time playing that mm. um but this one in particular i like it because from what i've read from from the article here we've got it yep. seems like they're pushing competitive the competitive aspects a lot more from what i can tell now my problem with it is the first half of the article sort of talks about how they're pushing the competitive aspect and the second half of it goes into talking about the pre-order bonuses yeah and the different bonuses you can get from going to different places yeah those two things seem to clash a bit to me
0: yeah i i agree completely yeah i don't know like I didn't I didn't have too much to say about this because I'm just like I don't want to I don't want to like make too many judgments about what's going on with that but like now that you're talking about that yes that is a problem <laughs> it's okay. it, I don't know it's it's weird because it's yeah. like um you know it's like oh you know everything's going to be super competitive but also like here's the advantages that you get if you pre-order it's like right is that competitive? Really?
1: Um, no, I'd, I'd say not.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of a difference these are going to make in-game, but like a yeah. Chevrolet Corvette Group 3 is a car. You're getting a car by pre-ordering at GameStop.
1: Yeah.
0: No, oh, sorry, you're getting two cars.
1: Just pre-ordering as you three cars, and then going specifically to GameStop gets Gets you you two two more so you get five cars and it's like or alternatively you can go to either Amazon or the PlayStation store and you get a bunch of in-game credits
0: right which I imagine will buy you cars which is fine but also it's like well you know is there like a level up system where you have to unlock cars I don't know I, I know nothing about this game I know in previous Gran Turismos, there hasn't really been a level-up system. You just buy the cars. Um, So, I don't know, unless they're planning on actually making that. um, uh, Again, I mean, I've
1: I've never played a Gran Turismo game specifically. Yeah. I'm semi-familiar with the Forza series, because my brother's, like, pretty big into those. Um, But, yeah, as far as Gran Turismo goes, I I don't have a ton of knowledge on on that front. The trailer makes it look very nice, though. Like, yeah. Graphically.
0: Yeah, it's a very pretty-looking game. And there's that's the thing. Like, a lot of the games that are coming out over the next while are gorgeous because you're getting a whole bunch of new game engines, right? And so it's like... If... Um, <laughs> sorry, side quest, I spoiled your fantasy fun. Uh, he got his wisdom teeth out, and then he went into the Forbidden City. You're not wrong. I just added the first part. But... Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, so, sorry, getting back to this, with all the new game engines, like, people like Bethesda, who have been kind of working on the same, like, working with, sorry, the same game engine for the longest time, like, their new stuff that they release, better, like, it better be fucking gorgeous, pardon my French, but, like, they better put out something beautiful, because Skyrim, while very pretty was not really modern, right? And it's like with everything that's coming out now, Bethesda has always been like, they've been able to deliver absolutely beautiful worlds. I'm excited to see what they produce. People like mm-hmm. Gran Turismo, like the the team behind Gran Turismo, is it 2K that's behind Gran Turismo? I don't actually remember.
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds right. Well, it it
0: sounds right? I think that's one of the, I don't know. Who, who is Gran gran turismo sport made by i should look this up (laughs) because i don't want to be a fool uh polyphony digital apparently is a developer which is uh, i'm glad i corrected that it's not 2k um (laughs) i don't know racing in 2k 2K for whatever reason racing game right hmm 2k has at least at least one racing game Yeah. yeah um but anyways, uh, so it, games like Gran Turismo, you don't necessarily expect to be as amazingly beautiful as this looks. But holy crap, does it look good? Like just yeah. in terms of like it, it looks so realistic, which is scary for me. Um, like I remember playing like a NASCAR game on the GameCube. Many many years ago, being like, "Wow, this looks so real." This puts that to fucking shame by far. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna link the article here so that people can check out what we're talking about. Um yeah. the trailer as well for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. So yes, yes, exactly. Um, but like, honestly, like if if the Okay, if the pre-order rewards are not ridiculously overpowered, then I don't really see an issue. But if you also look, the $69.99 limited edition version of GT Sport comes with around $129 in content, but obviously at a much lower price. Uh, the GT Sport starter pack is 8 cars, uh, $1 million in game credit. Um livery sticker pack which I don't think that I think that's aesthetic um yeah. 30 times PS4 GT Sport themed avatars um based on selected GT Sport featured vehicles A racing helmet for your customized driver profile and limited edition, limited edition steel book and packaging which honestly is the part that interests me more than anything else that they just listed there but uh, I like collecting things so uh you know, um, yeah, I don't know, I think, like, some of that stuff, the 1 million in, in in-game credit, um, that seems, like, kind of anti-competitive, but, I don't know, maybe it isn't, we'll see, um, the eight cars, like, I mean, whatever, I think, because you, you can, from what I've <laughs> just trying to figure out what lighting works best for you there,
1: Keep yeah, the light it's on. It's getting a bit dark in my room, so yeah. I've got to turn it on, but I don't know if that looks better or worse on It's
0: crazy to me that you're, like, already done your day. I'm gonna just, like, after we're done this, I'm recording. I'm recording, basically, all day. So, like, you just finished <laughs> I mean, all your it's, recording. It's the
1: oh, it's is just it? making it dark, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It was sunny till about half eight last night or so, mm. because it's been raining all day. It's, it's only half six, and it's starting to get dark, so... Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's, like kind
0: of crappy out today but it's not that bad I mean I say kind of crappy and it's like still like 16 degrees celsius and like slightly overcast (laughs) that's it and like I live by the water so it's like it's a little bit windy (laughs) I don't know it's nice um I can't complain um anyways but yeah so I don't know Gran Turismo I don't it, it looks good it looks interesting. It's mostly, like, yeah. it's going to it's gonna hit the PS4 first, and I think it's only going to hit the PS4. They've kind of been only yeah, talking about it on the theme. PS4. That's fine. So um,
1: we, I won't be able to play it, by the way, so... It's yeah. That
0: thing, to me. That's, that's for me, too. I don't have a PS4. I don't have an interest in getting it. it's maybe like... I don't know. Oh, by the way, you know what's funny? The developer is, like, straight up right on the article. I didn't need to look it up. <laughs> on the top right hand side it says publishers, Sony, developer, polyphony, oh. digital. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm a smart one. Don't it's, worry about it. It's a article. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Um anyways, uh yeah, so I don't know, I think we can move on from that. We should talk about yeah. the eSports. I mostly the the reason why I wanted to talk about this one uh is because ESPN posted this article. Uh, esports, yes. according to ESPN, is the topic that we're that we're covering now. I
1: will link the article in the feed here. It sort of reminds me of earlier. You mentioned I think it was, it was before we started streaming, right? When you mentioned about how um, the fractured space developers mentioned your video. Yeah, it, yeah. it sort of reminds me of that. In the ESP, ESPN starting to talk about e-gaming or esports. Yeah. Just a bit of a validation to
0: it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's like you know, it. I'm sure for for Riot, who runs uh, League of Legends and who uh, runs all of the esports for League of Legends, um, I'm sure they don't care that much because it doesn't affect mm-hmm. them that much. Uh, but it will in the future, so they should care. I hope they care. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like the the article is talking about how. Uh, the role of the publisher is playing in eSports. And I think this is kind of an interesting point that they make. And they actually make a fairly interesting comparison between the Riot model and the Valve Valve model for things like CSGO and Dota, um, where they're talking about it in a way that it's like, well, you know, eSports currently has two completely disparate models to it where one is like the publisher is controlling everything to do with the eSport and one where the publisher is doing a more hands-off approach and while the more hands-off approach has led to more infractions um, they actually seem to kind of be more in favor of um, Valve's approach rather than Riot's approach. Riot's approach is very hands-on they very much control everything that's going on Um, But they don't really communicate very much and there's not very much information about what they're doing behind the scenes and that kind of I think ESPN has kind of made the point well does that you know is that how you should be controlling a sport no I mean if you look at um, I think I don't remember what they mentioned in the article but like just for my own example if you look at say um, the NCAA compared to the NBA right the NCAA um, being the college basketball Um, It is largely controlled by a single corporation which is the NCAA. Um, But while they do that they actually have a very much a hand in how the colleges handle their players. And while the company makes a ton of money and the tournaments are extremely lucrative the players don't see any of that. And the coaches see a lot of it and the schools see a lot of it. but the schools are actually still having to overspend because schools are supposed to be not for profit. And like there's a whole big issue with that. If you're interested in knowing more about that, you can look up. Um, I think John Oliver uh, on last week tonight does a pretty good piece on it. Um, But regardless, basically the point is um, the NCAA kind of has more of a hand in how everything is managed than the NBA does, which is more of like a, well, the team has the managers who control how the players do things and then the uh, managers are managed by the team uh, owner and things like that. And then from there it goes, well, the team owner answers to a certain degree to the NBA, but it's largely just, okay, is your team adhering to these regulations? Yes, great awesome and that's kind of valve's approach compared to Riot's approach right valve is more the NBA and Riot is more the NCAA and so um, you know while I'm not a huge sports guy in terms of like watching sports I I play a lot of sports and I was actually um, potentially going to be going into college soccer or uh, football for you I guess Um, but uh, just for for our American viewers for soccer um, and you know uh, one of the things that turned me off of it was that the step to move from uh, amateur or you know college player to professional was extraordinarily difficult and we see a lot more of that within riots um, within riots field within esports because it's a it's very difficult for players to move from the amateur teams up to the Professional teams, unless they're going to join one of the well-established teams that has kind of the approval of Riot, because um, in the article here they talk about um, how Renegades, which is a team that was coming up, uh, new into um, new into the esports scene, was essentially just tossed aside because of things that they weren't even told about. They were not allowed to play, and they were not allowed to be a part of the industry, despite you know doing their best to adhere to Riot's policies and then Riot didn't even tell them what was going on. So um I don't want to get too much into that. It's in the article if you guys want to look into it, but um you know it's it's interesting and at the very least, you know, it's it's validating that ESPN has an opinion on esports rather than oh esports aren't sports, ignore them, right? Yeah. So I don't know, what's your take on this because there's a lot going on in the article.
1: Yeah, i I'm, I'm. It's not something i know little about esports and that whole thing. It's not something i have sort of really been that interested in. Um, yeah. However, my opinion is it. It's a new thing. It's. It's just starting to develop, and I. I agree that there's. There's problems in it, especially from what I've read from the article. And I will say this as well: that if. if there's something that you're interested in, the article is definitely worth a read. Um, yes. But, I yeah I think it, you've got to give it time right because yep. if you look at big sports like' I'm, the NHL has been around since 1917 and mm-hmm. I think the NBA sort of formed in like the 40s or something something like um, that they've they've had a lot of time to you know figure stuff out get it to the right sort of place and I think that's sort of, that's sort of where I stand on it in the it yeah there may be problems but I think eventually it'll, it'll work itself out people will start to get more into it and it'll let people sort of realize that okay this is a big thing now. This is an actual thing, and it'll it'll sort of develop from there. I yeah. I am more on the side of Valve though. Um, I, I I sort of think um, Riot's a bit dictatorial on it. I, yeah. I think that I like the way the Valve handles it. Um, yeah, that's my my quick opinions on it.
0: Yeah, fair. I agree with you. Riot uh, Riot's a little bit too hands on for my taste. Um, yeah. I, that being said, I love watching. I love watching, like, the uh, League, like, LCS stuff. Um, I used to watch a lot of it. I I used to play League of Legends a lot. But um, as I said in the Fractured Space segment, uh, League of Legends community is toxic as hell. And so I got out. Um, And I think, like, that's kind of pretty indicative of how they handle things anyways. Um, But regardless, it's a whole different story. Um, Yeah. So I think that's our piece on on esports there. Uh, yeah. Do you do you want to cover like what what else do you want to cover in the docket here?
1: Um, okay, let me just. Um, we could cover the maybe the sort of the next three is a smaller ones, and then yeah, I think that would put us in a nice time to move up to upcoming games.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah, that sounds good. Um, because like I I think. Um I already mentioned Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh this is just I'll just link the article and then I'll let you guys kind of leave it at that. There's it's not really an article, it's more of a video, but I'm actually going to pause that so it doesn't play. I'm just going to post this in the feed, but basically this is just like part of my reasoning for my prediction as to why I think um Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be announced at E3. So if you want to check that out, it's on IGN. Uh, you can check out the video there. I don't think we really need to cover it any more than that. If people want to look into it, they can. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Gang Beast Online well, Multiplayer.
1: On hmm? Pardon? Sorry? I, I hope it's on PC. I just wanted to... Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. That'd yeah. be
0: nice. I, I would like Otherwise, it to be. It. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, too. I would like them to put it on PC. Um, will they? Maybe a year after it's released, so, you know, knowing Rockstar.
1: Yeah. GTA <laughs> 5 was, I think, on, on the grand scheme of things, relatively successful. Um, <laughs> so I, I think.
0: Yeah, within six, their first week, six, they made five. a. Billion, million, yeah, they months. made like a billion yeah, dollars in that. in the first week that they were there. Yeah, it was it was mildly successful. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a fair assessment. Be quite happy with that. <laughs> if I was a developer. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of that is because it was on PC. So hopefully, fingers like, crossed. You
1: mods. know, PC has mods, and the mods are really good from what I've seen. Yeah, well, um, also
0: the multiplayer. If they throw multiplayer into Red yeah, Dead Redemption 2, oh shit, Wild West! I'm so excited. Like honestly. I've been I've been wanting a cowboy game for ages because cowboy doesn't work in film really anymore. But I grew up watching Westerns and I would love it if there was a Wild West game and Red Dead Redemption 2 multiplayer would be a way to do that. So just saying Rockstar yeah. get on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't uh, I, I'd like it to be for PC. I think they will. Honestly, with the success of GTA V, I think they will. Um,
1: yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it'd be a bit daft to them to not, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I, I think... I don't, I don't know, I don't really see them any reason to, to not do it. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think it, it's the porting of it that can often be difficult. But with new game engines, it's yeah. usually a lot easier, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. I think like I, th- I think it's a bit daft not to put pretty well every game on PC but there's a lot of developers yeah. that don't do it. Uh, you know, uh, we just mentioned Gran Turismo. Sports games. Yeah, a lot of sports games. Yeah.
1: Mind was you... The, the problem with the NHL games, they stopped because they said that they, for the price, they, the money they were putting into making the port yeah. just wasn't worth it.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: back when which, they were doing that, it made sense. I think now it's
0: a lot cheaper to do those ports and they should reconsider yeah. it. But, you know, I mean, I get it. They're not going to. That's fine. I have I still have other multiplayer games I can play on my TV if I want to, um, like 'cause that's what sports games are for me is like if I have buddies over, I'm gonna play play them. But I don't have a console yeah. anymore, so you know. Um, yeah, neither do I. Yeah, I just move my PC out into the main room and uh, and do it that way. Unfortunately, that messes with all my recording stuff, but it's fine. I make it work. Um, yeah, so I think it would be daft of them not to. Oh, we should definitely change the topic, though, hey? Well, we can just skip over Red Dead Redemption in terms of topic, because we're not really covering that much of it. So um, do we want to get into the Gang Beasts? Yeah, we could, yeah. Um, So the multiplayer beta for Gang Beasts is continuing. Um, I've tried to get some keys for that, so fingers crossed there. Um, It looks hilarious and it looks exactly like what gang beast should be it's a physics-based yes. brawler basically and so gang Beast online is fucking hilarious because there are moments where like rubber banding is just more than possible which is great um it's likely <laughs> and that's my favorite part of gang beasts anyways playing on wheel and grabbing uh one of the carriages and then grabbing onto the ground and then Releasing the carriage eventually, but uh, only after you've already uh, flown into the air with your hands still technically attached to the ground. It's a buggy game at times, but honestly, it's so much
1: fun. So, um, yeah, yeah. I it it just looks like a, a fun time, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Nothing much more to it than I. I, I wanna, just I want to try it. I just had.
0: A bunch of friends over uh like probably i don't know uh, on tuesday i think and we played gang beasts local and it was so much fun this first time i was actually able to play gang beasts with other than just like myself doing waves and stuff like that so um it was a lot of fun to uh to try that out and to uh to actually play it it was the most fun i could imagine having having on uh you know, on a couch with a bunch of people. I also was playing Crawl, but that's a whole other whole other topic. I love that game. Yeah. Have you checked out Crawl?
1: I've seen people play it, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Crawl is a ton of fun, too. We were playing that for probably about an hour and a half as well. It was a ton of fun. Um. But yeah, Gang Beast multiplayer. The fact that I was able to do that on the couch with these guys was so much fun. The fact that they wouldn't have to come over to play that with me in the future. I'm so excited for that. That game multiplayer is, like, I mean, that's all it is, it's a multiplayer brawler, right, so, like, it's like Smash Bros, if you were to, well, I mean, oh, sorry, I shouldn't make that comparison at all, they're not the same game at all, but, in the same way that Smash Bros, if you play it single player, other than the N64 one, which has that awesome campaign to it, uh, <laughs> but, you know, Smash Bros, if you play it single player, it's a bad game, like, it's, you're just fighting bots, and it's like, eh, whatever, Um, but with gang beasts and smash bros alike, when you play the multiplayer, they are some of the most fun you can have. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for this, especially when it gets out of beta. That's what I'm excited for when everyone who already owns gang beasts has access to it. But, you know, for the time being, if I can get, uh, if I can get the, uh, multiplayer beta keys, I'll be pleased as well. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, so World of Warcraft cookbook exists, that's worth mentioning. It does, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Um, so that's in the feed now. Um...
1: Can't say I'm I'm really familiar with that aspect of it. I played a lot of the uh, the strategy games Mm. back in the day. Warcraft 2 is maybe one of my favorite games of all time. Yep. But I never played... You know, the the MMO-y type yep. of stuff. But I'm still glad that it exists, because it, it does look like something which... Is, I mean, it's interesting, at the very least. Yes. Um, I'm a big
0: fan of food, <laughs> in general. Yeah. I love cooking, as well. So, like, this, to me, is just, like... You know, if you have, like, a geeky party, doing some Warcraft-themed foods doesn't hurt right there's also like a game of thrones cookbook and stuff like that by the same people i think so yeah i'm into it the dragon breath chili looks really good so i'm yeah i would i would eat a lot of this yeah the the rylak are just cinnamon buns
1: which is awesome like cinnamon buns
0: yeah me too so i'm into it i'm i'm into it i'm i'm excited about this like i'm not like I don't know. I'm not too worried about it in terms of like I won't buy it probably, but I'll probably look at the recipes that are on this site and and steal them. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it it might be interesting. It might be
1: interesting to buy, but um, yeah. So I mean, it takes something like food, which is already a great thing, and then yep. it just adds another level of fun to it. Yeah, which is awesome. Nothing really much to complain about. No, exactly, and you know it looks it looks good. The food
0: looks good. Yeah. Like, the, Iron Forge, the Iron Forge rations even look good, which is awesome. Because I think that, they're just, like, they're baked potatoes with, like, ground beef and cheese
1: and green onion by the looks of it. Maybe that's bread, okay. not baked potato, but, like... Yeah, I was thinking it looks a bit like a, a thick flatbread. Yeah, it might. Well, I can see the potato to it now.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It might be flatbread. If it's flatbread, great. But, like, seriously, either way, it looks good. The sweet potato bread looks interesting. Yeah. Um, Dragon Breath Chili, as I said, looks amazing. The Hearth Glen Ambrosia, I think, and then the Cherry Grog. These are, like, alcoholic drinks. Fair enough. Yeah. Did you do to mix stuff? The Rylac Claws are basically cinnamon buns, which is awesome. Honey Spiced Lichen, which sounds super interesting, honestly. So, I don't know. I'm into it. I'm going to check some of them out, probably. Um, Yeah. And then, I guess, let's, let's get into, like, do we want to talk about the last one? We don't really need to. Google Daydream.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not really. Yeah,
0: it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect us in are. any way. So, um, yeah, upcoming games we're excited for.
1: Go ahead and take it away. Right, okay. Coming back to uh, last week, I mentioned I was watching a video about Rogue uh, Souls-like games. Yep. And um, I got a bit distracted by Necropolis. Yes. And wasn't really talking much about the others. In that video, I also mentioned a game called Death Gambit. Which is Salt and Sanctuary like. It's a it's a 2D you know platforming yep. Souls like game, but it, it looks very interesting puzzle wise. It looks like they're trying to incorporate a bit more of the puzzle aspect to it, right? And and a bit more of oh, it's just uh, trial and error that sort of thing with the environment. And you fight someone, you learn how they work, and then you go back and you can maybe fight them in a different way to make it easier, right? Um. Nice little art style and try and pull a page up now. Again, I, we don't not really turn in the way of when it comes out or anything, but
0: Right. Yeah, it says available twenty seventeen, but that yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, it's it's kinda yeah, it does have a very similar feel to it to Salt and Sanctuary, so that's interesting.
1: Looks a little like brighter though.
0: Yes. It's definitely a different tone yeah, altogether. But like just in terms of like the actual gameplay loop it looks pretty similar. Oh, that giant is giant. Oh, and you actually. Okay, so it's kind of got like a very different feel to it as well, because you're actually climbing up the monsters and stuff like that with a grappling hook. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, get ready to die a lot. Yeah. Just yeah, noticed. Cool. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, my other thing was coming out this month. Yeah. Um, Total War Warhammer. Right. Just looks fun. It just. Uh, there, was, there was this one video I saw. It was like. It was an advert. Um, on the IGN website. Yep. And it was like 15 seconds of just flying through a battlefield and you could look around in 360. Right. It just looks like really epic. Um, I've never played a Total War game though. Which was one of my. My things with it. However. It looks it, it interesting. Just, it, just, it just looks fun. Yeah
0: yeah i mean it's also 72 dollars or something canadian which is a lot of money is
1: is it a a full thing
0: is it an rts looks like it might be an rts Yeah. okay yeah interesting i like i don't know oh it's by sega interesting all right yeah they
1: have Quite a hold over the, the whole the Total War, the, sorry the Warhammer franchise. Yes. And and Total War as well, I believe. I don't know. I'm not. I don't really know a ton about at the moment, but. Hmm. Looks nice. I yeah. Like it. Yeah.
0: It looks interesting at the very least. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's coming out soon, hey. Three days. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Real time strategy games are pretty fun, honestly. I just I haven't had an opportunity to uh, to check them out recently. Um, like, any real-time strategy games, really, other than, like, I guess, technique Well, no, that's turn-based. I was going to say XCOM 2, but then no, that's that's a turn-based strategy game. So, like, no, I got nothing. No real-time strategy games recently. Mm. This might be one worth checking out, but it's a lot of money. Like, it's a lot of money for a real-time strategy yeah. game, you know?
1: I don't disagree. I probably won't be getting it right away. I think...
0: Yeah, maybe wait till it goes on sale. I'll
1: I'll be looking into it for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd like Um, to see some reviews of it before I were to jump in for $72. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, so so if you pick it up, if you pick it up and you do a review, you know, I'll I'll check that out. I
1: will see what happens. Yeah. The single sort of vein, Dawn of War 3, also was announced recently. Sorry, which? Again, it's... Dawn of War 3 is another Warhammer game. Yep. Uh, another Warhammer RTS. Yep. Which was announced, so, you know, not definitely, well, obviously not as close. Um, yes. With only being two days away, but it's, it's a bit further off, but I'm just aware that the, they've announced that. Warhammer in general seems to be taking a bit of a step. There's, like, two other Warhammer games that have come out this month. There's, like, a third-person narrative-driven one. Oh, interesting. Which is, like, super... Law heavy, so it's, it's not really sort of the casual thing, but yeah, people who are super into that law would be into it, right? Um, and then another another one which looks XComy. Do you mm. not remember the name of? But it also didn't look very good. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems to be getting pretty heavy on the on the Warhammer stuff. Yeah, fair
0: enough. So, oh, maybe they're they're hot in development, but um, hmm, interesting. So, you excited for any other games?
1: That's that's I believe that's it. Okay.
0: All right. Um,
1: through, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold. Uh, I found the the third best one is called Eisenhorn Xenos Is the other Okay. That comes out in August.
0: Oh, in August. Wow, that's actually okay. not too far off, eh? So that's pretty quick releases for Warhammer games.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Based on based on the books, which I've not read, so Okay. Interesting. Well, it exists. So, yeah, there is All right, yeah. I believe that's it for now, though. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Um, I mean,
0: yeah. So, games for me that I'm excited about, like, I mean, I don't know, I don't have that many that I haven't talked about already. So, like, that's that's yeah. That's the
1: thing with E3 coming up. Yeah, most of my focus is on that at the moment.
0: Yes, and it's the same for me. I mean, I talked about No Man's Sky last week. Um, I've been keeping my eye on a couple of different uh, games. I'm just trying to find the actual... Because I can't remember the name of it. But There's one that I was actually pretty interested in. Um, yeah, okay. Here we go. Um, it's called Planet Centauri.
1: Oh, I've that.
0: Yeah. So I was looking at this one, and I'm just actually going to... Um uh, I have to change scenes. There we go. Anyways, it looks interesting. It looks a lot like Terraria and then also like um What's that game? Uh like- Yeah, it also looks like that, but there's a, another game that I was thinking of that I can't remember for the life of me. Whatever, doesn't matter. It looks a lot like Terraria. Um you know, it's it looks good. I don't know. There, it's an indie, it's kind of like a, a bit of a roguelite feel to it. I think it is a roguelite, but it's an RPG action-adventure type thing. But it has permadeath, so like that to me says roguelite. Um, but there's definitely like a, a Terraria feel to it. Um,
1: I think... Oh, um, Starbound.
0: Yeah, Starbound, that's the one. Yeah, it definitely has that kind of a feel to it as well. Um, I think probably one of the things that i'm looking forward to about this is just that it's got like a lot of variety coming to it and it's it looks interesting it's also going to have co-op and multiplayer so like it definitely looks a lot like starbound if as you can see from the the stream here it's got like mechs and stuff so like the starbound feel is real um i like these kind of games like these are the like the side scrolly ones that i i enjoy for the most part so um yeah I don't know I'm pretty interested in that other than that like no man's sky is taking up a lot of my focus and then e3 so um I don't really feel the need to talk more about no man's sky if you uh, if you want to check that out you can check out our last segment on on that um but yeah I think that's pretty much where we're at so um yeah do you have anything else you want to talk
1: about no i believe believe
0: that's it that's it well okay then so what we're gonna do now is we're just gonna uh (laughs) your cat is adorable by the way um so we're gonna just quickly pimp our channels but i think before we do that we should pimp playcrastination's channel for him uh since he's you know uh (laughs) currently a chipmunk um you can check him out at youtube.com slash playcrastination since he uh wasn't here today uh you should harass him and make sure that he knows that he was missed um and for those of you who are interested in checking him out on twitter you can do that at uh playcrastinate so twitter.com slash playcrastinate and uh yeah you can harass him there and you can check out that photo that he uh that he posted of himself looking like a chipmunk uh so yep yeah, uh that's basically it for him so why don't you you go ahead and pimp yourself
1: okay yeah so you can find me over at youtube.com slash yayhype and also twitch.tv and twitter as well both just uh, slash yayhype and um, um, I've got some plans coming up on the channel in a couple of weeks starting to move into some scripted content so that's something to keep an eye out for but yeah just, just find me over there for coverage of a few different indie games at the moment Salt and Sanctuary being the one that's going to be starting tomorrow Um, So yeah, YouTube.com slash a Yeti hype
0: Awesome Okay, and I am WinterBear So you can check me out at YouTube.com slash WinterBearGames And on Twitch.tv slash WinterBearGames You can check me out on Twitter at uh, Twitter.com slash WinterBear2015 I had to remember that one Uh, (laughs) Whoops Uh, Anyways, uh, new content coming out uh, Daily honestly. So if you want to check that stuff out, you can, uh, if you're interested in checking out fractured space, that video, um, that I mentioned the bare necessities of fractured space has been posted, uh, today. So, well, I, yesterday, if you're, um, if you're on, uh, if you're watching this on the VOD, uh, you can check out the VOD on any of our channels. So, uh, it'll be posted. I mean, if you're watching it, on there now it's posted now uh but if not <laughs> it's it's posted on sundays usually so uh yeah feel free to check it out there and uh give love to everybody so anyways um oh just to answer side quest question i have seen Blockhood. that is actually a game i am very excited about so oh, yeah that's one i should have mentioned as well but uh i'm actually going to be talking more about that next week so yeah spoiler alert for that i guess um okay Yeah, but uh, anyways, so thank you very much for everyone who tuned in today, and thank you for everyone who's watching on the VOD. And uh, we will see you guys next week.
1: Goodbye. We will, yep. See
0: you.